I was scolded. Yeah, <laughs> you know, by our, rightfully so. By many of our like, All at of least ten percent of our listeners. <laughs> Sounded in, said, Sean's got to stop eating I know cod. a guy that hit his girlfriend because you wouldn't stop eating on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, to the, right to the face. He's, yeah, he sent Lou the video. It was gross. It was <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> then he yelled World Star at the end. I was like, that's not yeah, cool, dude. dude. That's not cool. Yeah. He kept like, Sean, you got to stop eating for the safety of this Yeah, he woman. kept dunking his kids in a bathtub. <laughs> it's like... Some Somebody sent me a World Star video like seven years ago, and I watched it. And then for the next seven years, Facebook or Instagram or whatever was like, "You love World Star, yeah? Dude, You're gonna watch all this shit." That is what's wild about the algorithm. Because if you just watch, if you look at something for a little too long, all of a sudden Facebook's like shameless with it now. So it's like, like I remember one time there was like a lady like painting her nails all crazy and I was just like, oh, and I watched like 10 seconds of it and then all of my mm-hmm. videos yeah. that day were yeah. just ladies painting their nails. Like Beyonce did a sick dance yeah. in my feed one time. Yeah. And I was like, I have to see what how this ends. <laughs> but then I don't want to watch Beyonce do all of her dances. Right, right. The rest of They're all life. in the same way. How do, like, you get, how do you undo your algorithm? Buy a new computer, start over. You what I know. do? Because Instagram no, does this to me sometimes. Fucking locked in there. Oh, yeah. So Instagram does this to me sometimes in my Discover page. Every now and then, it's like, how about a how about a video of a great big snake? How do you feel about that? And I will, there's like a little button. You like open it up and you hit the top corner and it says, don't show me this shit anymore. Really? I said, Insta- fucking Zuck. Cut this out. I love that. I don't want to see this anymore. Yo, you know these aren't real people, though. Instagram ain't a person. Dude. They're fucking controlling us, Dude, at the height of my uh, cocaine years, I got an Instagram ad for, like, spoon (laughs) necklaces. And I was like, Jesus. Like, Instagram. I'll take two, but that's <laughs> yeah. shut the fuck up. Yo, about what it. is you've sent? You've sent too many dark moon emojis to a guy you don't know on Venmo. I guess you know so. what I mean. What I is a spoon necklace, though? Oh, it's a use a little spoon so you can. It's Coke spoon. Oh, Coke I thought spoon. it was a spo- <laughs> a whole necklace made of like different spoons. <laughs> no, just tiny. Just you know, tiny like a, like a macaroni necklace, but of spoons. <laughs> That's my bad. Well, can you tell us more about your cocaine journey? See, the height of the cocaine journey? What was I would say the like? bottom. What was it like when you were just chilling at the bottom? Nice. That's because, a better. You know what I mean? Because it, it's like a special, it's like a little special occasion. Uh-huh. You know? It's like putting on a birthday hat. You're like, I'm not going to wear this all the time, but yeah. if there's other people. If I'm in a place where people are wearing birthday hats, I'll put a birthday hat on. Yeah. And then it becomes, I'm going to celebrate my birthday every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you having a big old I, party. I've, I've never done it. Oh, it's you know, it's a, it's a worn a birthday ago. hat. It's not. It's not <laughs> anything, dude. It's honestly nothing. I don't know. My ears get irritated. Really. Yeah, Just you got to put that stupid string them. around yeah. it. Yeah. I went to a party a couple years ago, and I'm 44 now. And the, this was, I think, I was 39. It was the first time I ever saw people like sitting around a table and doing cocaine, mm-hmm. and they were doing it like way more frequently than i thought you were supposed like every yeah. couple minutes taking a bump yeah. and i was like these motherfuckers are gonna die because yeah. all i've ever seen is movies where people take it like, right, right, right. too much and then it was 7 a.m all of a sudden mm-hmm. yeah and everybody i, I remember so somebody, you weren't doing it and no, you tried to not. keep up with them no i was keeping up very well Stand and somebody was like hey like why are you still dancing like you're not even doing cocaine i was like yeah it's easy, dude. What the <laughs> fuck? Are you doing? Just dancing. We don't have to do cocaine. Yeah, it's, it's totally I'm having fine. Fun. Yeah, dude. Well, that's the thing about coke. Like, I think too. Like when I first did it, because I was so against ever doing cocaine. Mm-hmm. 
Like my entire, like I never did drugs growing up. All my friends did them. And I saw yeah. what happened to them. So I was like, nah. And then I turned 23 and someone's like, you want to try cocaine? I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You bet, but your, ass. You bet your ass you do. But I would just do like a couple bumps and I'd be like, like, I hope I don't overdose. And then the tail end of my cocaine journey, I would, the I would t- like I had an iPhone 7, like the big iPhone 7. I go from one corner to the top, like a big fat line. You went around the world. And I would just do those. I would do those like every 15 minutes when oh, I was like shit. really rocking. And then you forget, like you don't even think about dying. And, t- and then you do way too much. You're like, oh, fuck, I, I could this die. Was such a good, this party was such a good reinforcement for my choices, though, to not do cocaine. Because I walked by the bathroom and the doors cracked. I was getting ready to go in. saw that somebody's in there. I saw that they weren't wearing a shirt. So I stopped <laughs> for a second and was like, what the fuck? And uh, dude was just standing in front of the mirror. Looking at himself yeah. and flexing hard. There's yeah, either dude. cocaine or titty fucking going and I on. I was just like, he's just looking at himself in the mirror, flexing at his buddy's house. That it is also it's it'll make you worst, want to do that. It's the worst group of drug people to be around if you're not on those drugs. Right. I mean, to, to to a certain extent, if you're around people that are doing drugs and you're not doing them, everyone is kind of insufferable mm-hmm. in their own way. But coke is like. The war, I would say. The what worst. is it about people? Because I'm with you. I don't really do. I never did it. Um, what is it about people doing coke that you, the people that aren't doing it, you try to keep it away from them. You try, you don't want them to know that they're, that you're doing it. Uh, uh it, it, I think it, that I shame think it, it depends on the environment. That's the worst person to do drugs with is the person who's like shady about it. Who's yeah. just like, Oh, I don't have any blow. And then like they come out of the bathroom. They're like, what's up? What's the move? What's the move? And well, you're that's like, what would you happen. have drugs. Like I would go to these parties. When I would have drugs. I'd be like. You want to do drugs? I'm like, like if I, with, I'm like Oprah with my drugs. Like you get a line, you get a line. Yeah, yeah. Every, get, everyone stand up and look under your chair. There's gonna be a line of cocaine underneath it. Tom Cruise is dancing on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to introduce the question? But no, that's not important. <laughs> I think there's a stigma with cocaine yeah. and narcotics in general that kept me from touching them because I was like. The Dare program. I, I might have been. I mean, but it was there was a thing where I was like, you fuck with that. And you're addicted fast. Mm-hmm. And I never wanted to go down that, yeah. that sort of rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, the era that we grew in, grew up in, I think there was, like, people had to be shady because people looked down on people that did that. I shit. guess so. I guess yeah, that's I It also depends, I think, on the circles you run in. Yeah, like, I think what well, sure. we both came from circles where it was just, like, there was a tremendous amount of shame uh-huh. if you did uh-huh. shit like that. Oh well, like, that was all my friends were straight edge. Straight edge, shit like that. Yeah, and it's also different when you're in like your 30s and you're like, it's like we shouldn't be doing. That. Well, yeah. Well, what's weird is like once you you hit a certain age and you realize everybody does cocaine, mm-hmm. and it's like they either do it like, like I got it out of my system. Like I truly don't. Like it's been offered to me, and I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. So I've, I've I've done it. Like I've like I've been down that road, and now it's like. When I was single, I didn't have anything to really give a shit about. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, I'll do cocaine until 7 in the morning, and I don't care. Have an awful tomorrow. Have an awful tomorrow, but whatever. I'll go to the bar afterwards. Yeah. Um, but now I, I can't even imagine. I can't Dude, even imagine. The anxiety has to be. My anxiety is already, without <laughs> being hungover, it's it's peaking. You well, do have coke anxiety sober. Just sober. So I couldn't even imagine. That's the other reason, too. Yeah. Because I remember the first time I had coffee. Mm-hmm. And I walked around my town for like three hours tripping balls. I was like, Fuck <laughs> yeah. this shit, dude. You're starting bands with I, people, you know, like, screenplays. <laughs> we should like, start this business. I was like, people want to do speed? That scares the fuck out of me. Well, that's like that, it's the feeling of a panic yeah. attack. Like, 
The funny that's what's funny. So one New Year's, like this dude came to this our New Year, like we had a house party, and people were fucking around with cocaine and like then so this guy was there and I, and I think he was the supplier or whatever. And then, you know, the party wraps up by like six AM, seven AM and like the next thing like I, I, I see him, he's just cleaning. This dude's just cleaning everywhere. I'm like, damn. So then he leaves at like eight AM. I'm like, damn, that guy was like yacked up. He's like, no, it was crystal meth. I mean, he's doing crystal meth. <laughs> or no, he even said, he's like, oh, no, I, I wasn't doing coke. I don't do coke. I'm like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, I was just doing crystal meth. Oh, that I was like, damn, I was at a party where people were doing crystal meth. I didn't want that. You'd be surprised. People just will do meth. I mean, supplier yeah. sounds way cooler than dealer, though. I will say. Yeah. That. It sounds yeah. more professional. It really yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, logistics. He works in logistics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a drug trafficker. I work no. in logistics. <laughs> Supply dude. chain management. Yeah, we probably should. Well, let's let's introduce our guest. I was guest. literally just gonna say, do you wanna do you wanna do the honors? We got our buddy Brendan Ekstrom. Welcome to the cast, bud. <laughs> the crowd's going nuts right now. The crowd's That's going cool. fucking crazy right now, dude. That's good. I have nothing to say. Also, <laughs> can I just say, for 44, you look tremendous. Thank you. Minus You're, the missing minus tooth, the tooth, which I have which to know about. Which nobody was gonna comment on. I'm sure. You know, you never know. Listen, you never know. The people. Are, you that came are in and I was cannot tell that I'm missing a tooth. I mean, you, could you came in and I was like, "Does he know?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're of all the teeth to be missing, you got one of the main. It's you, one of the good ones. One, one of the main characters. Yeah. One, yeah, of the, mouth. yeah. <laughs> the good thing is that, that <laughs> dude, that is you fucking. That's Ned Stark, dude. You killed off a main <laughs> character right in the beginning. Yeah, you better get to the writing room fast, because <laughs> this, this is no fluff TV show already. No. <laughs> Damn. What? Now I'm all fucked up because I remember when Ned Stark got killed. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. My world is shaking. Is that up. your worst uh, TV death? I'm Now I'm thinking about my tooth again. So I don't know but. Do you guys have a, a bad TV death? No. The one that hit you? It wasn't that one, but it's from that show. Yeah, Did you same. watch all of it? No. No. What's his name? The, the, um, the eyeballs. Yeah, that was the worst one. Yeah, because I struck loved you? that guy. Yeah, well, not only do you love him, but... He dies in the worst way imaginable. And it's, and it's, and it's like yeah. he's totally in control yeah. Yeah. of yeah. a fight. <laughs> yeah. And you think, like, finally this is going to be okay. Yeah, you finally get Boom. the satisfaction. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Boom. It's, it and is. Then, I can't, and the episode's I, over and you're just like, I got to have a fucking week yeah. now? I, have, I, I haven't live? watched I, that's I rewatched the series and I had to skip that part. You're like, how am I? You're like rocked up. Like, I thought, how am I going to fire now? How could you rewatch the series after the last What is the series? Being? Oh, I didn't watch you know it. Game of Thrones. Oh, I won't. Yeah, I didn't watch cool. I can't get it's, into it, dude. I never watched it. It's too big. It is big. It's too big. Honestly, after the last season, I tell people, don't bother. Don't watch it's the last literally season, that. It's that. It's bad. just too bad. I don't want to love why I these can't folks. Get into the, I need to watch The Wire. Uh, I mean, the Wire's amazing. It, but it's like 126 hours. It, yeah. No, it's but it's it's, it's great, and it also has one of the best endings to a show you'll see. I mean, I it gotta a, watch it. It's a tapestry of life. Like, I just I watch that. Then. It's very good. I do that, dude. That's my problem. I'll like get into. It. I did it with Stranger Things. I'm like, dude, I really want to know what happens. I'm just gonna find out. I'm just gonna watch the last episode, and then I'll that is psychotic. It is. Someone, a friend of I mine don't enjoy dropped, not knowing, dude. A friend of mine dropped a Game of Thrones spoiler on me. We were in a hot tub, and I almost fucking knocked her out of it. Oh, dude. I, <laughs> I was like, bro, we're adults. Are you out of your fucking mind? Uh, yeah, I would. I Like, if I knew I was going to go a few days without seeing it, I would like. I couldn't go on Facebook, wasn't going on Instagram. Especially Instagram's bad now because they, they'll have memes about shit. Yeah. About, like, an hour before it comes about out. About plot yeah. details that you're like... Well, yeah. fuck, now, I mean, they don't outright tell you so-and-so dies, but, like, you kind of infer it. Yeah. 
I still like it. I if you if like you've it. been on Instagram long enough, the ending of every television show has been spoiled for you <laughs> at some point. I love it. I watch that. I watch Back to Front. Yeah. Wait. If you like, if you like, you might like this story. I was thinking about this the other day. It's one of my favorite YouTube videos. So it's when the sixth Harry Potter book came out, and it drops at midnight, right? So some guy. Oh yeah, th- I remember some the, guy the book it leaked. Up in, some guy picked it up at a Barnes and Noble in I, somewhere on the East Coast. Uh-huh. Calls his buddy who lives in Austin. Get the fuck le- re- he reads the last two chapters and calls his friend in Austin. His friend in Austin drives out to a Barnes and Noble at midnight. There is a line Jesus. around the block, and he just lowers the window and goes, "Snape kills Dumbledore." <laughs> and you see this one girl just go, "You son of a!" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's, it's so fucking funny. That's hilarious. It's so fucking funny. Dude, I just did it last. Have you guys seen the Amanda Knox documentary? Yes. It's yes. Fu- it's awesome. Dude. dude, it's it is a roller coaster. She did it. She did it. She dude. killed that guy. Dude, she. Do you killed remember that? Him. Are you a mur- you a, are you a? I can't do murder porn. Not a crime situation. Situation. I'm not a true. I don't watch true crime, crime at all. But Me that's neither. the only one I watch. Wait, what like, did she do? She killed her roommate. Alleged. She allegedly didn't kill her roommate. In uh, she was like studying abroad in Italy. Uh, but one of the best plot points of the entire thing was that investigators and they took pictures of it. The murderer left a huge shit. Dude, he took a huge turd <laughs> in the <laughs> toilet. Shit. And dude, the, they don't really say anything about it. They show the picture of the turd. Yeah, dude. They're like, this was left in the toilet. And then one of the Italian fucking cops just flushed it. They're like, oh, gross. <laughs> and without like, <laughs> like that, yeah. all the DNA's right the, there. The cops botched, the, like the investigators botched it so bad start to finish. And the docu, in the beginning, focuses on the, the guy that ran the investigation. And He's like walking around like he's some kind of hero. He's like kids are coming. Like they basically they forced. I don't know if she did it to be honest. I think she did it. They they wanted they wanted somebody to go down and they wanted it to be this pretty American chick. But yeah. mid fucking documentary, I'm like I gotta find out how this ends. You know I, just, I, I do that with yeah. stuff like that. Like where I didn't, I didn't do that because I, I didn't with the whole Michael Peterson thing. Mm-hmm. Like the staircase. Yeah. I watched the show and like, cause I didn't know anything about the trial. I don't remember any hearing anything. Yeah. And I was watching the show and it's so fucking fascinating. I had to force myself not to Wikipedia. Oh really? Ends. Yeah. It's Dude, the, the, another good one is uh, the Puppet Master. Do you see the Puppet Master? No. This this guy just like pretends to be a MI6 or MI was MI5, MI like a secret agent from uh, the UK, and just has people. Give him all their money. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You that know? rocks. And that like, guy, if you if you can convince people to give you their money, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he and he like they let him, like they arrested him, and they're like, but for what? He just made dumb people give him their money. It's not illegal. It's bad. It's wrong. I think shouldn't but, do it. Well, no. I mean, it's still fraud. Well, no, because. Well, he's, I mean, he's, he's asking for money. He's yeah, but he's lying. He's impersonating about who he is. an officer. I don't know if that's a crime over there. Do we only? That's only a crime here, man. We love our officers over here. Dude, the thing I've noticed, I I don't know how much it is you get it here, but you see it at the airport a lot. Is that like just stealing valor is just what every dickhead wears now? Yeah, they wear like the, the shirt with like the flag what on I've the sleeve. Almost every shirt has a flag on it. Yeah. What is happening? Like, Everybody everything wants- has a flag. And what does the flag mean that's just like, it's just gray on black? Does that right, mean I right. don't want to talk to that person? 
It definitely means Probably, that, for yeah. sure. That's I would right. think so. For sure. Yeah, it means please don't pet. I'm nervous. Like, <laughs> like Under Armour, like there's a bunch Under of... Under Armour just puts a flag on literally everything. Like I saw somebody had Under Armour shorts on, and the X in the shorts was just uh, stars and stripes. And it's like, it's like, what the fuck is this for? Well, like, even what like, the fuck is this? Like I saw it at the airport. Like every dude, tactical glasses, baseball hat. Fucking gr- like army green shirt with a f- like a little flag on I mean, it. Maverick just came out, dude. And you know why they dress like but that at the airport? Was, that looks cool. Like if you dress like an Air Force guy, that's a very specific type Those of valor. Guys. Do you know why? Or Navy, yeah. Do you know why people dress like that at the airport? Because they're like, not today, not on my watch, <laughs> not on this plane. That so the peel bit. Yeah, is that a bit already? Do you know the one, the one where it's like they're on the plane and they're like they're sitting by this dude and they're like. Ah, fuck, dude! I can't, I'm not even gonna try. Just look up <laughs> hey, dude, you stole that key and peel bit for yeah. the podcast, dude. Fuck, dude. dude. I bet, I bet if there was more people wearing flags on the on those flights, dude, they would have gotten to their destination. <laughs> they would have fucking gotten there. That's why they're doing it, dude. We also we mentioned 9/11 at some point on every podcast. 9/11 every episode. Uh, yeah. The year 2001. <laughs> 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 the one. The 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 one. Not last year. My friend's birthday is on 9/11. That Damn. I can never forget that. <laughs> Oh. My roommate's birthday is on 9-11, and he's young enough. Like, he's only, like, 25. Yeah. So I thought I'd be like, ah, that sucks, huh? He's like, yeah, it really sucks. I'm like, you were, you're like, what? One? Like a little baby. Yeah. It's like, the world changed forever, dude. <laughs> those, he never knew the towers to be up, that kid. He didn't recognize them. He doesn't know that fucking those towers, what, they, memory. Me- what they meant to us, dude. It's something he saw in passing, you know? All right, let's go around the table. What are those towers to <laughs> mean to you? <laughs> what? What did they mean? Uh, f- fucking capitalism. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what everything means around here. I fucking, yeah. So I'm, anyway, my daughter had butted my tooth out. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to get there. Damn. That's a super, like, 44-year-old way to lose a tooth. Dude, no. I, I, were you, you had to have felt some moment of pride. That's badass. Well, it wasn't a real tooth, so it was like... It's so it was like already a crown. Right, right, right. So like it was pretty badass, but not like fully badass. Wait, so this is the second time going sans tooth for you? Oh man, for a little while I had like these little demon fucking pointy teeth. <laughs> they had to shave them down to put the crowns on them. Oh shit. Oh yeah. I didn't oh, walk shit. around like that. Okay, okay. But I oh, so they shaved them all down. I yeah, got you. It was just these fucking points. I got you. It was scary. I don't know if you remember. We were definitely hanging out during this time, but I had a cavity. Like in this tooth. We had a front tooth That's cavity? Cool that we That's can talk wild about that now, shit. Yeah. I never wanted to talk about that with you before. Dude, because like when you're missing a tooth, you're just, you're missing a tooth and it's just like, oh, okay, well, it's, it's gone. Yeah. What happened? But mine, I had a cavity and then one day I looked in the mirror and it cracked. So I had like, like a, my tooth was like a crescent moon. It was so That's, bad. That's what this was initially in like 2006. Okay. That happened to me where it was just like, because the dentist, when I was a kid, they were like, you got to brush your teeth, man, every 14, 15 minutes, right? But no (laughs) one talked about flossing your teeth. No. Like it was just completely glossed over. All my cavities came from in between and just went in like that. Yep. And then, so I was missing half a tooth for a while. And it was, that was a rough time. I don't know, man. You ever see that? What's the Philly Brawlers, dude? Like there's like that. Broad Street Bullies? The Broad Street Bullies, dude. That guy's missing a tooth. That yeah, picture. yeah. You look like you play hockey. Well, they, they won't let you play hockey unless you're missing teeth. I don't want to play hockey. I just want to be that guy for Halloween. 
Oh, dude, you got it. Could be. Yeah, you got it. Are you gonna do anything? About, are you gonna leave it? Leave the hole? The hole? <laughs> yeah, it's like called a house? hole. <laughs> what are we no, no, hole. In your, <laughs> I'm the, not gonna uh, get dressed up to not leave the hole. Dude. <laughs> no, no. Are you gonna fill that? Oh, gonna... so right now, yeah, I'm. I'm. The reason that it happened is because I got four crowns pushed in, and uh, immediately told the hot Russian dentist, like, "Yo, these are." too big for my mouth mm-hmm. my bottom teeth are pushing against them and she was like and he was like i've got something big for your mouth <laughs> yeah. she was like you look great and i was like all right, dude, all right. whatever all right. and then a couple years later that's why it really popped out although my daughter did fucking headbutt me what did you say to her to make her do that my daughter or the dentist <laughs> your daughter to make you headbutt. oh she just never stops headbutting <laughs> like she all she does is run around the house yelling rough house and just Hell like yeah. <laughs> jump out from behind something and fucking bite your leg and tackle you. It's it's fun, but it's getting a little old because she's, <laughs> <than that>. she's <laughs> twenty seven. <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's cool, but you got to pay the rent. Wait, anyway. so can, can you guys? Ex- so anyway, oh, that sorry. shit popped out, and uh, now so none of my other teeth pop out. I'm doing Invisalign, six thousand dollars. The tooth Christ. is gonna cost six thousand dollars. So you're looking at twelve. So I'm looking at like twelve thousand dollars. And I can, like, we're living month to month, dude. We're fucking poor right now. Yeah. This shit's brutal. Everybody I talk to is like, you should go to Mexico. You got to. Not about the teeth. You got to. say it's sweet down. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay 12 grand to not look like you don't have any money. Yeah, it's fucking wild. That's a wild, yeah, that's a wild way to put it. I've got, dude, I've got this one tooth, all right, right here. Uh-huh. I got a big old cavity on the side. But I'm already missing the tooth next to it, which is fine. Those are your, these are your gimme teeth right back here. Because mm-hmm. you can smile, no one knows. Yeah. You know? No one can see shit. But if I lose this one, fucked. Fucked. But I had to choose between keeping my dog alive or going to the dentist. Right. I do get dental insurance in like two months, so I'm just like white knuckling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you in pain? You can just a sweet me little your, tooth. Give me your address. Are you going to come in... Fix it. You won't know what happened, <laughs> but you won't have to get your dog surgery. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying we could good commit now. We could commit fraud. My like, girl vetoed the gold tooth up front, though. Oh I have damn! A gold tooth in the back, and I was thinking about it for a minute. Like my buddy has one. I don't know. I don't Dude, know. If it's I a. It's a real. It's the safest investment right now. Gold is like. Dude, you wear your teeth. Your teeth don't wear you, man. <laughs> so I was at fucking the, rocket. I don't know, the guy that gives you the fucking braces. He was o- like, he was like, I can do the Invisalign. I can put like a, make it look like there's a tooth there. We can put this stuff in there. And I was like, dude, I have not had a tooth for three months. I don't give a fuck what I look like right now. Yeah. He's like, he looked at me like seriously for a second. And he was like, that's not a good thing. <laughs> and I was like, shit, dude, you're right. I was going to bump you and be like, that's metal, dude. Are you sick, finding, dude. do you find that people uh, look at you differently? It's hard not to be self-conscious about it, but mostly around like, no, I, I don't know. I think it's a great time for you because it's like, how often do you get to be like go through a thing where you're like, I get to be like, fuck what people think? Almost my whole life. Literally almost my whole life. I, I think that's a great time. I have an issue with like, I'll go in, trim my beard a little bit, and then I'll be like, <laughs> you should do like a Fu Manchu. <laughs> like every time I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. My girl almost leaves me, so. I but think yeah. it's awesome. No, I saw a girl 
and her husband at like Ace Hardware yesterday. And I was like, Gina, I haven't seen her in probably eight years. And it was a little, the conversation was a little awkward. And I was like, maybe it's because she's with her husband, whatever. Maybe it's because it's been eight years. Oh, she's an ex of yours. And not, no. Okay. Not technically speaking. And then no, when no, I got no. home, I was like, you're missing a fucking tooth. <laughs> <laughs> what are you expecting from Do people? Do you forget in these moments? Absolutely. Dude. Oh, shit. Nice. It's been like That's fucking, because pra- I'm so vain. I don't know if I could ever forget. I would just be like, like, I know how fat I am every day. Every day I know. We also do a great job do, on this podcast remind of reminding yeah, Tyler you, how fat That's he is. once a week. But every day I'm like, I'm fat. I'm going to start calling you at 3 a.m. to give you this reminder. <laughs> yes. uh, you are fat. Go on a run. You're I not re- that. You're not fat. I did 20 dude. miles on the bike today. Doesn't show. You're like lower middle class fat. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you're not fat. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. yeah that's it. You're lower middle class fat. <laughs> I'm I'm work I'm tre- trending like to like that's the a, high that society sucks, though. Yeah. yeah. That is but hilarious. Lower middle class. He's fat. right. He got it. You better you better vote next year, dude. That's gonna <laughs> yeah. determine what Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna yeah. determine if you're Yeah. I'm uh I'm very uh socially fat. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny like what you were just saying though. Like when I finally got that tooth fixed. You feel like a fucking king. Well, hey, nobody said anything to me. Like, I'd bring it up because I'd be self-conscious. I'm like, ah, I got this freaking fucked up tooth or whatever. And when I got it fixed, I had so many people be like, oh, dude, thank God. <laughs> Jesus Straight fucking up, Christ, that's hard to look at. It. Like, if you're missing a tooth, you just walk into 7-Eleven. You're like, I know, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It and does- I want you to know I know. Yeah. We all know now. Especially if you're missing one tooth. Especially if it's right up front, it is very clear. Nah, dude. If you're missing all your teeth, I think that's it's the only different. thing that could be worse. <laughs> that's diff- If you're missing one tooth up in the front, that doesn't suggest negligence. You know, but right? I, I would rather be missing all of my teeth than I, have, like, I'm with three. You. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Yeah. Like the hillbilly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like, because that, that, I saw a guy the other day with, like, literally five teeth. Like, how is that? How aren't they all just, like... Wiggling in there, we know? Kn- we know a comic who doesn't have any teeth, and yeah, yeah. he did the show recently, and he just like didn't have his teeth in, and I was like, "Does he not have any fucking teeth?" And then like he, I wasn't gonna bring it up. I was like, "Last time I saw you, I'm pretty sure you had all your teeth." And Do I, I know this person. Yeah, and then he was just like, he's like, I got I'd like he was talking about something. He, he was like, "Yeah, I got all my teeth pulled last year." He's like, "I got dentures. Don't worry, I'm gonna put them on before I go on stage." I was like, "That rules." Who dude. was it? Lump. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was just like, so he's like, "I don't give a fuck, dude." My dad did that shit too. You know? He was like, "Just get them all out of there." Yeah. It's the upside. But I see what you're saying though. Like, if you're just missing one tooth and all the other ones are pretty nice and like. Yeah. Then it makes people wonder what the fuck is going on. Yeah. You, it looks like you got headbutted. Yeah, I got headbutted straight up. Mine that's what was it looks like. In, was neglect. Like people would see Brendan now, and they're like, "Oh, someone knocked his tooth out. Something happened." Mm-hmm. With me, they're like, "Sean doesn't floss." That's because it was a black hole. Yeah. In your tooth. Did I not bring it up to you? I don't know if you ever. Maybe you did. I don't know if I did or not. I remember specifically bringing it up to someone who had a similar thing. Yeah. And I. I don't think it was you. I think I, I remember who it was, and I was like, yo, man, I've seen where that goes. Like, why are you not getting that taken care of right yeah. now? Is it money? Like, what is it? Because if it's money, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Do it. And that's the thing, too, like, because I was worried about money. And I, because the dentist, it's always so fucking expensive. I, I finally went to a dentist. They're like, yeah, it's going to be like 600 bucks. I'm like, that's it? Yeah. That's it. 600 bucks. I can do that. Like, do you have insurance? Like, if you have insurance, we're going to charge them 6000 
but it doesn't cost that. It doesn't cost that. No, we 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 just gouge them. Hey, all right, so that brings us to uh, our first sponsor of the uh, evening. Um, MeUndies. Progressive Insurance. Uh, <laughs> make sure you get your car and house insured by the same people over at Progressive. That's oh. the company that I fucked it all up with. Progressive. You you tried to get I them did as my a fraud. I did fraud with them. <laughs> heavy fraud. Like not light, heavy. Damn. Yeah. I'm actually an adjuster. Are you? No. <laughs> my the the uh the statute of limitations has passed. I'm a free man. That's so. pretty sick. Yeah, I threw a little party. But so, how do you guys know each other? Like, do you guys all? I'm the, just around the Doylestown. Doylestown. Yeah. Doylestown. The social scene of Doylestown. I don't remember meeting you. Yeah, I don't. We just. I think we just had mutual friends, and then eventually, we just became friends. Yeah. But you uh, guys, it's one of those you things guys, that happened. Did you, you guys met at like. The it was either Chris's or Mom's, probably. But yeah. was it like the, was it in high school? No. No. Oh, okay. No. 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 Did you guys run in similar circles in high school? I didn't. I wasn't around here. So oh, that's right. You're 2005 you're, right, or 2006. Right, right, right. Where are you from? Um, little kid, West Virginia, and then medium to like, damn dude, high school, Western Maryland, and then Florida. Like moved around a lot. Did you know, as a little kid growing up in West Virginia, you? would one day not have a front tooth is that is that you like mean, you i mean if you grow up in west virginia i'd be like yeah probably <laughs> yeah that's like kind of like you gotta have goals man <laughs> yeah damn so that what made you move out here uh when when i was living in florida there there was a thing called gainesville fest big music sure. festival and then uh this day forward from langhorn played down there i was introduced to them and then sort of kept in touch with them a little bit and then they hit me up and they were like we need a guitar player so i came up Basically slept in the diner, the uh, parking lot of the Great Eagle Diner, I think it's called. Damn. Hell yeah. For the first one, then there was a second one. Yeah. But like, which which parking lot was more comfortable? Um, <laughs> I never slept at the second one, so I can't really <laughs> answer that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I I was homeless up here for a long time to play music and make very little money, and then. The next band formed, and we started looking for places in Doylestown, so ended up over here. Damn. It's a good spot. I always forget you guys all lived in a house together. We did, yeah. First over there, the Doylestown house was cool, man. I So I don't know where it was, but I, enough time has passed, and I was not involved. I was never in the car when this happened. I think you know what I'm about to bring up. Um, is it, I, listen. Yeah. I can't remember who it is, but I'm always like, who the fuck egged my house, bro? <laughs> who egged my the, the house? The Doylestown hardcore scene. There were some dickheads, right? Yes. And they would drive past the Circus Survive house and throw eggs at it. Was I like, was never in the car. Was there a beef going on? No. No, they're no just there's no beef. Like, they we, didn't even know any, anybody. No, nobody knew anybody. And we were also like, this. it's funny because we didn't know who the fuck any of these people were. The house got egged, and we were like, eh, and just went back and, like, ate dinner or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't your house, right? Yeah, I mean, we just it's like we're renting, guys. Yeah, you know? But then years later, somebody, like, told me who it was. I think I told you who it was. And then I talked to the guy online, and I was like, I don't know why we were having a conversation 12 years later about it. Yeah. But I was like, dude, why, like... We were so fucking nice to everybody, and all we do is take, like, we took out 
bands from this area constantly. Yeah. Well, like I think just trying to get everybody out there. That happened. Like, why before. were you fucking with us? We're like the nicest people trying to help everybody out all the time. Yeah. No. I think that all that happened before any of. Because there was a bunch of hardcore bands that were pretty big and like touring from Doylestown, but I don't even think Balance was a band yet, right. or like any of the bands around here. Maybe I think Title Fight would come down every now and then, but they didn't have, they weren't no. doing anything. It was really early. Yeah. It was early. But like I think Tiger's Draw, I was just starting to hear about them yeah. a year later or something. But uh, I, yeah. That was uh. Wait. Were you in the car? I was never in the car. Uh, you almost got thrown in the pool. <laughs> I was never in the car. Um, I think he was in the car, dude. I was never in the car. I was never in the car. Lou, what do you think? I, my I my instincts a, are saying he look, was in the I car. Look, I will say, hanging out with those dudes, I was a piece of shit. Sure. But I never did it. You were never in the car. I was never in the car. I would hear. Th- I would hear about the next day. They're like, yeah, we Put yet. your hand on the Bible. I never egged Circus Survives house. Not once. Right. Not once did I ever do that. Can you guys? I mean, it's nice to have both you guys here because I'm I'm curious. Like, can you guys explain to me why Doylestown became such an epicenter for hardcore shit? Uh, I, it's I. It was such a small, like, short window of time that that was. But even, I vividly remember being in high school and having that be like the. So yeah, not no, a thing, but a thing. When I was so when I was in high school, shows would happen at like the teen center, and so this was like at the YMCA. They had a teen center where they would have like you know soda nights or whatever. But then the Bucks County Y. Yeah, then there was a guy who started who started booking hardcore shows there, and these were like at the Y at the at the teen center. Dang. So tiny spot. Yeah, and it's super tiny, and then all of a sudden. I guess it was like kids my age, kids a couple years older than me. Um, all of a sudden, like they'd start these bands, and then like kids from high school would go to see these hardcore bands, and they would there'd be like hundreds of fucking kids at these shows. Um, and it, I guess at a certain point, one of the bands got big enough that they started touring, and then they'd they'd start bringing other bands from around. Touring, the, like, are we talking like the country? Yeah. So then they'd start coming here, and then there was a guy, um, I won't say his name, but he he was in a pretty big like metalcore band. From um, and he lived in my basement. Yeah, and he started booking so he shows. Was booking shows too. Yeah. And that's when it really went nuts because he would get like because we would get like touring hardcore bands, like smaller bands, but then he would get like. He got like I know this is nothing to you guys, but like no, Madball, they like Mad one Ball. of the biggest hardcore bands of all time. He got Ringworm to drive so up this from is Cleveland. Like in the 2010s, right? Like Bef- like 2000. I'd say 2007 to 2010 yeah, was so, when I it was mean, really nuts. So, circa all of the guys were in hardcore bands before. Yeah, circa was like a second life of music for everybody who was like, what we were just like tired of seeing people get their nose broken at shows like literally just like i can't do this anymore you mean at your own shows yeah like not at circus shows but in our right right right. previous you as a as a performer that affected you yeah i was like fuck just i'd like it was fun to have the energy of everybody dancing and doing all the shit but then you just see there's always like some people that are just running and swinging into the side where people are trying not to dance and then you see like a girl walk out all fuck like it's yeah. just too much yeah we didn't want to do it anymore 
but like you know we came from the hardcore scene and then bob lived in the basement and was booking hardcore shows i feel like there was like three things happening in doylestown yeah at, and like balance guys what was the band the erection kids. Erection yeah. kids. So wait, does every hardcore band have to have two words? Yeah, and they yes. don't really make a ton of sense together. Well, back in the day, it was always like it was like fucking half of a poem, like from autumn to ashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that. The like, early two thousands, like yeah. metalcore bands, always had. But yeah, yeah, so Siren always had bands coming through, and then, but I think that, I think the Erection Kids and all the the <laughs> high school scene there. Yeah. They really started something. For a while, yeah, like, they did. It was really, really cool. Got a lot of bands out of it. Yeah, because I guess they all linked up with um, you know the Wilkesbury dudes. Well, like so Breaking was, Benjamin and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know the difference. I don't listen. I mean, so I do. I'm, are, are you, I'm, I'm so far removed. Yeah, yeah. but no, but that's but, just, but, but that's pretty much how it happened. But like, you don't just, like some of the shows that you asked the question, and then after a couple seconds, I was like, he's so fucking bored. Yeah. No, 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 no not at all. Wait, but so did anybody like make it? Make it like like that? They're yeah, like I mean, rich yeah. as hell. So the difference, no. <laughs> okay. No, nobody fucking made it. Made it. I was thinking about that shit the other day, like the levels of success with bands and musicians, but like I know like a handful of bands after 20 years of doing it that are like still doing it. That are no, that are like wealthy. Okay. You know? And it's because they had whatever that song Portugal the Man had <laughs> a yeah. couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. That's it. They like, sell it. They, they did that, and I know like one or two other bands that did something like that. But they'll just get a, a really good song that gets on like a commercial or a movie. TV, yeah, like a movie, <clears throat> and then it's just played nonstop. Mm-hmm. And then they could tour it. And yeah. Would you but, would you describe the hardcore scene as more supportive or more um, hardcore? Hardcore, <laughs> uh, like more uh, not like cutthroat, but competitive. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I don't I say it's say. competitive, <laughs> but they're definitely haters for sure. Yeah, Maybe that's why you got. That's why their like house got fucking eggs. <laughs> I did feel like it was competitive at times. Like I felt like not all the bands were like that, but the 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 hardcore show is such a specific animal. Like you go, and everybody's trying to do the same thing, which is make the crowd go fucking crazy and like mosh and jump off of shit. And that's the part that sometimes felt competitive to me. It's like, who can put on a show where it's like the craziest yeah. shit? Uh, and some people, I don't know, I, I think it's anything, any walk of life or any business, there's going to be egomaniacs, right? 100%. So. Especially in hearts. What what would be the thing that got the crowd punching each other and shit? Like, they, did you guys one-up each other? You, like, last show we did this, we got to fucking, you know, not re- no, set I off mean, an M80 or something. It's not like there were dudes, like, doing ping-pong tricks on stage or anything like that. It was more like, <laughs> it was more like he's saying, like a scene, like, the Madball show, because of the type of people that listen to Madball, there's probably going to be Felons. people punching each yes. other. You know what I mean? And there's different crews involved. Yeah. Philly crews and New York and... I don't know. Yeah, there was a, it, but I mean, a I, lot of sub scenes within. Do the you? It, scene. I can't yeah. tell if you have reverence for that time or not. I don't know. I don't. Ask me. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> I have to think about it. <laughs> give it. Like, do you, do you look back and you're like, damn, that was fun, or you're like, what the fuck was that? No, or? I loved it, man. Like, I loved, I loved touring and playing hardcore shows, and I also hated it. Mm-hmm. 
but there were aspects of it that I was like, why does this have to be a part of it? Like, why does there have to be a fucking broken nose? And I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. Like, it just didn't seem necessary to me. But the weird thing to me now that, like, his old guy thing that I have is that hardcore is now bigger in the world than it ever was. Yeah. It's bigger in the United States than it ever was. Do you think it's better? I don't think that I am involved enough to make any <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Any statement about I feel that. Like, cause but there like, are really good bands right now. And I think what's cool is that the bands that were really good when, you know, 15 years ago, like a couple of those bands that I thought were great back then are still fucking doing it and still on top. Like every time I die, I guess, <laughs> until a yeah. year ago, was still doing it. But, yeah. But... Yeah, like, I what, mean, what would be a hardcore band that me or Lou would know? You probably know Turnstile by this point. Yeah, they're huge at this they're point. They're huge. Um, they're making it a little bit more accessible, which I've seen like a lot of. It's funny because it's like I haven't been to a, a show in fucking. The last show I went, like actual hardcore show I went to, was Crow Mags in like 2010. Like it was a long fucking time ago, and I just like you know, fell out of it. I still keep up with it, and there's still f- people from that time that I still talk to, and I'll see them like hating on like these newer bands, like especially Turnstile, because they're gigantic. They're yeah. like out. they're, I've they're the first hardcore band to play fucking Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah. it's a, uh, but sellout is, it's a confusing word, and it always has been with yeah. music, especially. But that that band specifically, has been like a journey for me, trying to understand how I feel about. Yeah where the scene has gone in music because when i first sort of heard about that band i was just seeing pictures of them in magazines that were like gq and stuff yeah Shit. i was like why is this hardcore band <clears throat> i was very judgmental about it yeah in a weird old guy way like i'm saying and it took me a little while to see like to have people be like dude they're doing the thing that we all love doing they're putting on the best fucking shows and they're like awesome dudes. Yeah. Like, what venues do they play at? They, they play like fucking. Well, they probably did the Fillmore, was it? Uh, yeah, I think they oh, did the Fillmore, which is I like, mean, for a hardcore band to play, they like, are a big fucking band. Yeah. They're a big fucking band, and they do put on like phenomenal shows. Like typically, so I mean, you've been to the First Unitarian Church. Yeah. That's typically like if a touring, like a big touring hardcore band, they'll headline the First Unitarian yeah. Church, and there'll be like three, four hundred kids there. Um, but like to do like a like electric fat or Fillmore type size like and to fill that out is nuts. That's crazy. That last hardcore show I went to was at the church. Yeah. And it was it had to been fucking almost ten years ago now. And I and it was like a life once lost, Job the cow Job for a cowboy or job for a uh, cowboy. Oh, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that is. Uh, and I just went to see a life once lost because they were legitimately one of my favorite bands yeah. ever back then. Uh, and there were two crews there, like, and fights were breaking out in there. And I came outside, and people were chasing people down the street. Yeah. And they were like, let's go jump that motherfucker. I'm just standing there, like, I'm just trying to see a life once lost to yeah. play some music. Uh, that's right a now. weird and then, other element. <laughs> yeah. So I was standing there, and this, this huge man comes walking up the alley, like, fast walking. And I just hear him go, who the fuck punched my daughter? And he just kicks the nearest guy, like, right in the belly. Guy doubles over, falls down. 
and he starts swinging at people. And I was like, fuck the hardcore scene, dude. I'm yeah. out of here. I'm going inside. I left, and I was just like, I'm good. So yeah, you're not, you're out, you're not playing music right now? I'm not. No, but Circa wasn't a hardcore band. I think, I think most people don't know that, like, everybody really came from the hardcore scene uh, and understands it. But, like, you know, we, we weren't, we didn't consider ourselves necessarily, I don't think other people considered us part of the hardcore scene for the past 17 years. So Hence the hardcore scene egging their yeah. house. Ah, I don't know. Ah. Yeah, I guess yeah, we were probably because they were you de- when you were there. Were did you guys know we that pussies. that's when they when did you, you were say in the car? Pussy, like yeah. as you drove by, or yeah, well, what were I mean, you yelling? They, they probably use a lot more colorful dude, language. He lied, than that. dude. He fucking lied. He was there. I but, know he was there. Dude. No, because when they so they moved into Doylestown, and they had a house, and they were a very successful band. Mm-hmm. So of course, right? Gonna be jealousy, They're yeah. gonna be haters. I would have egged my house, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the car. <laughs> what a twist. Yeah. Wait, so what is the height of Circa Survive look like? Is it so funny getting asked now. these questions? Sorry, like you're used know. to doing No, no, no. It's no, it's funny nothing, because like I know nothing about any of this. Cuz I'm no, sure you've it's, done it's, interviews where people are like they love Circa. And I they'll ask you I very specific questions. Talk to those people. Most <laughs> of the time. Like, this is like so you're talking to like two dudes who like know nothing. I yeah. have no idea. I don't care. I just want to. He likes Diplo. I just like to chat. <laughs> I've been right. trying to get into some shit. I I recently got into that one guy. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I fucking hate Bruce Springsteen. Really? Dude, that's how he feels about Billy Joel. Hate nah, Bruce. I don't I like it. Bruce Springsteen. Billy Joel's really like either. out and John took his glasses off. That's, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> that's all that is. Wait, where's the hatred from from uh, from for the what, what's his name? Bruce, the boss. The, oh, boss. the boss. All right, hold on. What did you ask me before that? I was just wondering. I like the well, height. You of said what's the height of Circus Survive? Yeah. And I'm such a dad that immediately I'm like everybody's about five eight. And then you're, and then <laughs> and then you're, and then I'm like I'm immediately like. That <laughs> other part of me is like, shut up, dude. Don't fucking say that out loud. No, no definitely. None of these dudes have kids. <laughs> no, that's the shit that I love. Yeah. All I, day. I fucking love All that day shit. my brain is in that, yeah. that fucking realm. But, uh, like, the height of it is very complex. I mean, we put out records on major labels. That's, like, a big thing for, you know, a th- that I never thought I would do. We got to tour to australia and amsterdam add fucking rules south america and do these things that i never thought i would do um so it's it's that's what i was talking about earlier is measuring success is a very complex thing Mm -hmm. um and when i talk to my kid about it well she doesn't listen but i'm say things like you know it's not really about money per se some people it is about money and that's cool Probably should have made it a little bit more about saving some of that money. But, uh, I mean, like, when we would play in the States, we could play a venue in Philly that would be, like, maybe 3,000 people sold out or two nights of, like, 1,800 people. Uh, that's and pretty then fucking in huge. That's awesome. L.A., we sold out a venue that was, like, 5,000. And then we would open uh, arenas for, like, big big bands every once in a while and those things were weird it was like i don't know how the fuck we ended up opening for lincoln park or whatever and they're just like <laughs> they don't give a shit you know what i mean like or, or muse like we did these things but it's probably just like some guy talked to some other guy and was like oh we need a band and they were like 
I have a band. <laughs> you get to hang out with Linkin Park? No. Or they're just like... No. So that's um, nice thing about comedy where it's just like you open for someone big. It's like we're hanging out in the green room. Like there's I no, never do. I, would n- I fucking stay away. No, not in arena because in arena there's an away... There's a bunch of little places right. to yeah, go There's like there. a labyrinth of locker rooms. Also, the production value of it all is like... Yeah. You know. It was weird because Muse... We played a smaller venue with Muse and I remember just trying to be... This when they were not huge yet. I remember trying to be like, yo... Hi, <laughs> and I couldn't get through like their like to their bus or anything. It was sort of already closed off, and it was like that when we played the arena. But then we played with Lincoln Park, and they like sent down a bunch of champagne, and the singer came down and was like, "I just want to say thanks for playing." That's sick. That's fucking and cool. And I was like, "Man, I always Chester? thought you guys sucked. This is fucking awesome." <laughs> was that his name? Chester. Yeah, Chester. Chester. It was like yeah. really cool that, that that guy did that. Shit like that. It doesn't matter how big you are. Like, they're playing to 60,000 people and we're opening. Hmm. But if you're the headliner and if you're playing to 100 people and there's a band under you and you treat them with that same kind of respect and shit, it's going to be remembered. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. Same thing in comedy. If a headliner shows you any bit of love, you're like, I fucking love that guy. I don't know if I like this guy or, like, what he stands for or anything, but when we played in... um, God, please say Ted Nugent. <laughs> I was about to say, please <laughs> say, say Ted, Ted Nugent. Nugent. <laughs> I know exactly how I feel about Ted Kid Nugent. Rock. <laughs> no, we, we played the House of Blues in New Orleans, and I think it was with Balance, actually. And Jim Brewer was just standing outside, and he was super fucking nice and hung out with everyone. Hell yeah. Yeah. And he he went know, a little crazy. I but feel like recently I've heard some shit that made me feel not that cool about him, but it I is mean, what it ha- is. It is what it is, man. I think it's cool to just be normal with people yeah i, I, I completely agree um, um the thing about bruce spring go ahead oh um, no 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 you talk about no, bruce Springsteen. No, i was just saying like the one time the one story i have about the fucking headliner being super sweet to me was like the that david keckner thing yeah fucking champ champ from anchorman it was like my second night in new york and i was with a buddy we were at uh some show in like greenwich village and he just like disappeared so i'm just standing with my dick out and like a crowd like in That's the middle of the show for the me too yeah. okay yeah so i'm just like standing there like a dick and like i see this like hand wave me over and it was david keckner and he's just like you need a seat pal and then he just hung out with me all night and just like i told him he's like what are you doing here did you just stand up i'm like yeah i just started i've just been i just moved up here he's like we're gonna get you on stage tonight which i was not booked on this show yeah and then like he went up and then called me on stage That's to crazy. do my five minutes you did it uh, yeah, and he sat on, like stood on stage and like riffed with at me at the cellar. No, it was at uh, Village Lantern. Oh, okay, okay, That's so cool. And he did and not he have got to back do on that. The mic and was like, I regret that. <laughs> <laughs> he was wasted. We were both very drunk. Yeah. But I mean, still, it's like one of those things where it's just like you're not gonna forget it. He absolutely never. didn't have to do that, and I'll never. But you'll also never forget it the other way, like because and I I've noticed that like the less famous or the like if nobody if they're like if there's no fan like the. The B-list club headliners—they are the most likely to treat you like shit. Yes, I am. I'm like fully. Will never forget how this dude that I looked up to treated us on tour once. Oh, I, I was just gonna ask: Have you like dealt with anybody that yeah. you looked up to? That was it. Was a the total singer cunt. of Refused? <laughs> really? Just I'm just gonna throw it out there because it was the worst fucking tour, and it was not Refused. So I don't know if it was like the other guys in Refused might be cool, but. It was uh, International Noise Conspiracy, I think his band was called. And we did this weird thing that was sort of like co-headlining. 
So the last band would switch. You know what co-headlining is. Uh, anyway, so I guess a lot of band, like a lot of the crowd was leaving after we would play. And that's why co-headlining sucks, because that shit happens no matter what. Right. Like, it's right. always fucking weird. And maybe it flips city to city, but like people don't hang around if they don't want to hang around. They're going right. to fucking split. But he was so rude about it and so shitty about it, and he said some weird stuff on stage. Really? That I was literally just like... Like what? Fuck this guy. Dude, donut like, theory? Like, he was like, I guess we're not the, like, he's Swedish or uh, whatever it is. <laughs> oh, so you, can't, you can't take him seriously at all? Was, yeah. Was, I already, guess you're not the people you came to see. And he's all bouncing like around those. on the stage, like, they're all, they're so silly. It was the dumbest. Yeah, it's like those fish. Shit, dude. I mean, I imagine they're not going to come to Doylestown <laughs> just to fucking jack me up about this. <laughs> And I don't like talking shit, but they were so shitty to us that it's that's sucked. wild. And he was so he was on stage and he's like, "Yeah, you're leaving. Like, I guess we're not like uh, the flavor of the week, like everybody else. Like, we're like a real rock and roll band." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, dude. I don't even. I guess I don't really know what a Swedish accent is. <laughs> I think, I think he did it, it really good. It. I think you nailed it. No one knows how those Muppets talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you emphasize the real rock and roll band. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It I sucked. can see it. I feel like that works for like I think of like other bands from like that area and like the Hives. You think of the Hives, they're goofy idiots. Like yeah. that makes a lot of. That's why people like the Hives. Yeah. But then you turn that into like, like, like a, a like a progressive hardcore band, and you're like, you guys are fucking dopes. Yeah. Dude, the last day of that tour, we were in New York and backstage, and like the people that worked for them were nice. Yeah. And and uh, I should say this was just the singer that really was sort of like blatantly rude and obnoxious yeah but i was talking to one of the women that works with him like about where they live and and i was like dude if we ever come over there it'd be awesome like if we could like meet up with you guys we don't know anybody and then the dude just laughed in the corner like i was saying the most hilarious fucking thing like they would ever come to see us what a piece of shit and i like almost went across the fucking table wait are you serious yeah the, the singer laughed at you being like, hey, if we ever being cross paths away. Yeah, dude. Again. Like, I almost, I was like, I don't know. Dude, fuck those dirty snow people. Uh, dude, I can't fight at all, but I was ready to go. Dude, you lost your daughter, I was going to say. But <laughs> fuck that guy hard as hell. Can we, like, tweet at him? Does he have, like, I don't no, think so. I'm really not trying to get beat up all the way. Like, if he did fly out here and beat me up, that would suck. No, dude, he's I not. I can't good. lose two teeth, dude. No, no. The Refused are like a weird band too. That fucking makes they me They were super, super. Like I don't know, because I never got the Refused. I was never. They never did it for me, but they were. I think they like. They were one of the first bands to break hardcore to, into the mainstream. Yes, yeah, they were like extremely fucking popular. Was he boozing? Was he like a boozer? No, I think he like. His shoes are made out of fucking grass and like. He was just selling all these books about how to be a better human. I, oh. I think he was probably straight. That's edgy. fucking It's always wild. the people that yeah. preach how to 100%. be a better person that are yeah, absolute dude, like dog shit. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Behind the scenes, you are a fucking asshole. Yeah. Sweet, why do you hate? That's why I always, I almost always have a shirt that says, I know I'm not doing great. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so wait a minute. Why do you hate Bruce Springsteen? Oh, well, I think it's partly because of the area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They did, like, this is a decade ago or something. They were, like, counting down the top 100 rock and roll classic rock bands of all time. And it got to fucking number two and three, and it was, like, bands you would expect. 
And when they said Bruce Springsteen at number one, I almost fucking crashed my car. That is why. Mm-hmm. That's like was just a like, crazy thing to it's say. It's egregious. Like, what are you doing? Give me a fucking break, dude. He had his moment. He was important, like, politically in a time yeah. period. And he puts on great shows. Just shut the fuck up, dude. He's not in the top 20 greatest rock and roll bands of all time. Yeah. Also, it is pretty hard to sing about the working class and then fly in a helicopter after the yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I'm flying to the coal factory to play for those people. And it just, there's something about hearing him where I'm like, he's got a couple songs that I really think are good and I appreciate. And 98% of his catalog. Yeah. I'm Santa like, Claus is coming to town. Slap. <laughs> yeah. I also, it's weird because, like, I have, like, friends, dads that, like, like. Worship. Worship. Like, He's worshipped. That's yeah. part of it. It's, a it's big weird. Part. It's yeah. a weird worship. Like, jo- like, they worship Joe Paterno and Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> That's like, sick, dude. What, what order is it? <laughs> <laughs> dude, uh, if they saw those two dudes 69ing. I, they would, it would just be a bust fest. <laughs> just be a, like, a, like a nonstop Dude, bust fest. I'll tell you what, though. I think, I really do think, I mean, I, I do like Bruce Springsteen quite a bit. But I think a lot of it does come down to him being a hot dude. Is he hot? And but he's like an accessible guy. He's a working class, handsome guy. But has he ever worked in the working class? That's what I. I don't think he has. I think he did. I think he came. He, from no, that. he yeah. was. He started when he was like fucking seventeen, dude. Yeah, but I mean, I think he was still working then too. It's not I need like a fact checker on yeah, this we're, one. We're I think done. we're just used to comedy words. Yeah. I think we're just used to comedy where it's just like the most successful person that you know. It's like always has rich parents. Yeah. Almost every single time. Yeah. Hey, he came from humble beginnings. All right. All I right. just can't get over the fact that him and Obama did a podcast together. That's fucking <laughs> wild. I can't imagine that being a fun listen. No. All. Also, I just hate his voice. Like, I yeah? fucking hate his voice. That's it. We don't have to talk anymore about that. <laughs> just some people, you fucking hate their voice. I, th- I hate Billy Joel's voice. Yeah. Isn't that funny how they stopped doing that podcast? Like you would think those two people are falling like, out, dude. Well, yeah, yeah, no, no. Springsteen got too big. <laughs> yeah. That, somebody was talking about that. Some comedian recently. Like, what the fuck did they have in common? That's weird. To talk about that was a Vanity Project. I mean, it is crazy that Obama has so many Vanity Projects when he's like, regardless of whether or not you liked him. I mean, he's like maybe the most popular president mm-hmm. we've had in a I very she, fucking I long wish time. I found that birth certificate. <laughs> That's all. Be, I would listen to that podcast if the whole thing was them getting to the bottom of the birth certificate. That's actually why they ended it. Dude, I would love to see Trump and Obama have a podcast. That would be fucking... Uh, yeah, I'd probably listen to that. I would, I would absolutely listen to that. Orange is the new black. <laughs> Boom, man. Wow, dude. I'm going to fucking drown myself in the pool. <laughs> wow. Holy shit, dude. Dude, Thanks, pal. are you Damn. fucking joking me? Thanks, pal. Damn. That was I got so a good. few. I, got I wonder my, if... I, I feel like Obama's people did reach out. They were like, look. Let's bury the hatchet. I know I'm crazy for asking. Say no. <laughs> I get it. What if? <laughs> what if? Yeah. He left that note in the desk. It's nice. That guy that plays guitar for uh, for the boss. You know he's. Oh oh oh! He was in The Sopranos, right? <laughs> what? No no, that's somebody else. I didn't see The Sopranos. It's too much to get into. Oh, the only person I know from Bruce Springsteen's band is Max Weinberg. No. And the Max Weinberg 7. No, it's no. that guy it's with the bandana. Yeah, he was in Sopranos. Was he really? 
Yeah, dude. He's fucking I read this thing the other day. Paul Simon made one of like one of my favorite records ever, that Graceland record. Yeah. With all the African musicians and mm. stuff. Which at the time was crazy. Apartheid was going on and people started accusing him of like basically stealing the music and like back and forth, all this shit. And yeah. there was what's that guy's name? Steven Van Zandt. Steven Van Zandt. Yeah, he was in Sopranos, dude. So there were like these militia groups in Africa. Stephen Van Zant went to talk with some of them about like trying to come together on the whole, <laughs> like on the entire mess it. that was happening in the fucking country, and like what the U.S. could do for it. And they showed him a hit list of all these people they were gonna kill, and Paul Simon was on it. And Stephen Van Zant was like, "I don't really like that guy either." <laughs> <laughs> but I think yeah, of an Art Garfunkel dude yeah. myself. But this is how you gonna do it? Gonna solve <laughs> yeah any political problems if you kill this fucking guy? Please take him off of the list. So he like straight up saved Paul Simon's That's life. That's wild. Yeah. It it the the timeline in which Paul Simon was assassinated by an African militia <laughs> is truly something to ponder. It's sick. It's probably better than this one. Yeah, it <laughs> probably is. What if that was the butterfly effect that That was the butterfly effect. Stephen Van Zandt actually ruined really the world. fucked things up. Yeah. Let's just go straight into that because over the past 7 years maybe, I really started to have days where I was like this is, like, are we in hell? <laughs> is this really yeah. the same reality that I've been living in my entire... I can't believe this guy's president. I can't believe the Cowboys are in the playoffs. Like, <laughs> just shit that is unfucking yeah believable And then it's like, this guy got shot. This guy got shot. This fucking dude died. You lost David Bowie and Prince in the same couple weeks. Like, some of that stuff's normal. But some of it is, like... It's just insane to me. I felt for a and while I was like celebrities aren't dying, and then they just started fucking falling. There yeah. are there's there are times where I feel like all of a sudden I'm gonna open my eyes and I'm gonna be like I have a podcast to get to, and then a guy in like a white surgeon coat yeah. is gonna like put the another injection in my neck and be like, okay, that's right, go back to your podcast. I feel <laughs> I feel very here. like tuned into reality, and not like a person that's gonna end up in a mental institution at any point and yet i don't really know like i feel like this a lot of the world is too crazy right now to not be a a fucking simulation which is starting to seem a lot more realistic to me like on some level with all the ai shit that's happening yeah it's like ai is doing shit that dude it's why we could have come from ai and evolved into this point it's like Dude, I was reading a thing. Did you hear about the guy who he he had he mined like nine thousand Bitcoin in '06, and he accidentally threw the hard drive away. Yeah, yeah. and now he's it's worth a hundred. The earth. Yeah. Well, he's raised twenty million from venture capitalists to dig through this landfill, and he's he's you know AI is gonna. Like, put all the trash is going on a conveyor belt, and AI is going to sift through it. And then he's got these AI dogs that are going to, like... Sniff out hard drives? Sniff out hard drives, for real. And then also uh, be on watch so nobody fucking steals. It's like, what the fuck are we doing right now? Dude, it's going to be wild, like, when you die, when we die, and it's like, you think there's a heaven or a hell, and you get to wherever you're going, and you're like, robots? (laughs) Shut the fuck up! Let's move over to the Patreon real quick. Uh, all right. 
Yeah, we'll move over there. Who, who's done? All right. Because we have, I, I feel like we should talk about the the great Bitcoin WhatsApp group of 2017. Well, who has done DMT? All right, no. we should stop Didn't, now all right. before anybody answers that. All right.